When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst game week of all time, game week 11 of the 23-24 season. If you survive this one with 30 plus points, fair play. Where do we even start with this one? Injuries to Van der Ven, Madison and Byrne. Semikas bench, who many of us were counting on. Cash goes off at 59 minutes for a zero pointer. Turner loses his spot. Salah, Haaland, Son of Watkins all blank. And then there's Archer who got a nine pointer on most of our benches. And quite fittingly, a carnage entered a gaming with Chelsea winning 4-1. Minus four points for Adogi and Romero, both getting red cards. I mean, 108,000 managers in the world had both of these for a combined minus eight. I'm sure there's one or two of you watching this, and that's unbelievably unlucky. I've seen some teams of single-digit points for the gaming. I mean, this guy ended with one point. Salah's blank was actually a massive sigh of relief, though, as a Haaland captainer, because his effective ownership was over 100%, so that would have just added to the pain. Even more bizarrely, the team of the week scored 150 points, which is the highest of the season in a game with by far the lowest average score. Very little went right for most of us. In my 13 years playing, I've never seen anything like it, and you honestly can't help but laugh. It was a good week to have a bad week, as the cliche goes. Anyway, two early transfers have been made, but let's get into how the team's set to line up for game week 12. A better fixture this week for Areola, who's home to Forest. Amazingly, West Ham are fourth worst for expected goals conceded this season. Only Sheffield United, Bournemouth and Luton have fared worse. You can't expect too much from a keeper who started the season at 4-0, and he has got some decent games to come still. Thinking further ahead though, a switch to Sanchez might work nicely in game 16 when Chelsea have got a massive fixture swing. Two transfers have been made in defence. The back three is Cash, Saliba and Maguire. It looks like Cash's injury last match is a minor one, and there's rumours that he'll be fine for gimmick 12. Hopefully that will be the case, as it is one of the fixtures of the gaming, with Villa home to Fulham. With just one clean sheet and no attacking returns in his last four, I imagine he'll be fighting for a spot in a lot of teams. If he can deliver over the next few game weeks, he might be worth holding for those two tough games in gimmick 15 and 16. However, my early thoughts are that I'm going to be selling him to free up money from Bumo in gimmick 14. So Saliba's joined the team in place of Byrne, who got injured last match. Very unfortunate one. Not just the injury, but playing him was the right decision given Newcastle kept the clean sheet. I've been weighing up Saliba versus Gabriel for a while, and they're ultimately both great picks, and I may end up with both. However, Saliba was due to rise, and I would have been priced out of getting him. I'm looking at him as a potential season keeper, or at least until the second wildcard much later in the season. Long-term holds are always great in FPL, because it's one less position that you might need to chop and change. He's nailed for Arsenal and he's got great long-term fixtures. And this season, Arsenal was second after Man City for expected goals conceded. We're not afforded that same luxury with Man City though. Ruben Diaz perhaps the most nailed, but even he hasn't started in three league games and he does cost more. Had exact money from Maguire as well, who's also joined the team. A decision to make between starting him and Simicast this week. Simicast was benched versus Luton. Simicast did play midweek in Europa League, however Gomez did as well and he was the one that started in left back. It could have been tactical, because Luton are a much more direct threat of long balls and set pieces. However, Brentford are also a big threat in set pieces. Gonna see who plays in the Europa League for Liverpool and then go from there. 
In terms of clean sheet odds, Man United have got 45% chance to Liverpool's 37.5% chance. As much as people have ripped Maguire the last couple of years, he's playing really well at the moment. He was arguably man of the match against Fulham. Simicast owners, let us know your thinking in the comments below. Onto the midfield for Gameweek 12, which is Son, Saka, Diaby, Gordon and Salah. So Madison went off injured last match. It looked like he rolled his ankle, so that's not ideal, as they could massively miss his creativity. Will that affect Son's output? The two of them combined just twice this season directly for goals, Madison assisting Son once and Son assisting Madison once. Richarlison's also out for potentially a couple of months, requiring surgery for an injury. It looks like the front three is going to be Johnson, Son and Kulisevsky for the foreseeable future. Actually, just on Spurs and injuries, I did actually look at Dyer instead of Maguire, he's also 4.2 mil. I'm expecting him to get a long run of games as well now, but Maguire does have the better fixture this week and a better fixture in Game Week 13 when Simicast is away to Man City. I'm also very conscious of the blank Game Week 18 with every transfer I'm making now. Van der Ven may or may not be back by then in late December. Saka's got 4 goals and 5 assists this season. At this point last season, he also had 4 goals 5 assists, so he's keeping pace in that sense. Arsenal, on the other hand, haven't quite got going yet. They're 11th for non-penalty expected goals this season, or 7th with penalties included. Fixtures do create form though, and they've got an amazing run of games ahead, so Saka's still a strong transfer to consider this week if you don't have him. I mentioned earlier that Mbumo's a planned transfer in Gameweek 14 when Brentford are home to Luton, and Diaby is the one I plan to sell for him. It'd be great to get a couple of returns over the next two as a parting gift, so to speak. Aston Villa have scored 20 goals at home this season, which is four more than any team has scored at home. So Saka's got four goals and five assists. Gordon, for about three mil less, has got four goals, four assists himself. He's been a great pickup on the wildcard so far, and he's away to Bournemouth this week. We may actually see Gordon playing as striker, because Wilson was brought off at half-time in the Champions League game against Dortmund with a potential injury. Gordon played striker in the second half coming on for him. Newcastle have got Luton in blank game 18, so the aim is to keep hold of him till then. Salah's the vice-captain currently, but this might change. I get the feeling Haaland's a massive opportunity this week. Haaland has registered 8 expected goal involvement in away games this season. Salah's registered 5.9 expected goal involvement in home games. Not a massive sample size and it might level out, but Haaland also played 60-odd minutes in the Champions League and he scored a brace. Despite the 4-1 win over 9-man Spurs, Chelsea looked so unconvincing to me. Spurs still had a couple of chances to score with 9 men, including a dire goal which was ruled offside. I'm expecting Haaland to be quite overlooked after that one-pointer. In another universe, he played the second half against Bournemouth and he was very likely involved in the further 3 goals City scored. Unfortunately, it's not the universe we're living in. The front two this week is Haaland and Watkins. The goalscorer odds actually favour Haaland with a 51.5% chance of scoring, Salah with a 45% chance in second. Not a huge amount between them. Some other options here are Saka with a 42.5% chance and Watkins 40.5%. As mentioned, Villa have more home goals than any team this season and they're on a crazy run of something like 12 wins in a row at home. Onto the bench, and then I'll talk about the potential transfer plans over the next couple of game weeks. It's Turner, Simicast, Archer, and Caboret. So Simicast and Maguire and Captain Haaland or Salah are the final two decisions to make. Turner lost his spot last game week and we might not see him back in goal for a while, if at all this season. Obviously not ideal for counting on Areola only, but that's the risk you take on with these cheap keepers with potential to lose their spot. So the two transfers made are Botman out for Saliba and Burn out for Maguire. I very rarely make early transfers, but it's easy to justify when it's two players that are injured long term. I had to make a minimum of one move in defence, with two out injured, plus Caboret away to Man United. 
FPL statistics was down last night, so I couldn't actually say for sure if Saliba was rising, but he was around 98% earlier in the day. He didn't actually rise in the end, but he will do before the deadline, perhaps tonight instead. Looking further ahead, in game week 13 there's a choice between rolling or selling cash who's away to Spurs. Gabriel is an option still, double Arsenal defence looks really solid. 0.1 mil is going to need to be freed up, because in game week 14 the plan is to sell Diaby for Mbumo. We have to play really tight with our transfers now, with blank game week 18 in mind. As a reminder, Man City and Brentford don't play in game week 18. Despite the blank, Mbumo is going to come in regardless, because he's got very good fixtures before. Therefore, we're going to need a good bench, unless you plan to use a chip that week. Mine's going to need some work as well, but it's better than it was with two injured players replaced. Kabore ideally needs to go. If Lascelles is still playing, then he'll be perfect as a replacement. Lascelles and Maguire was a move I considered this week, but Botman's timeline for return is still unclear, and given that risk of bringing someone in who doesn't play in 18, they ultimately opted for Maguire. With Byrne injured, 4.3 mil Livramento could be due for a run of games for Newcastle. He'd be a great pick if he's nailed. I'd like to see him get a run of starts before considering him. We could see Trippier in left back and Livermento right back, which isn't great for Trippier owners, but we could also see Hall in left back and Trippier right back. Archer's got Aston Villa in game 18, Ariola's got Man United then, so that's another two weak points I need to fix. So when you step back and look at it, there are suddenly several places in our teams that need fixing for game 18, with seven transfers between now and then. The last thing to mention is there's a post on the community tab on my channel right now taking your game 12 questions and dilemmas. So get yours in, the only requirement is to be a subscriber. Let me know your plans in the comments and your thoughts on captaincy this week. If you enjoyed the video please like it and hit subscribe to support the channel. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.